Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome back to part three of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Okay, so enjoy part three of the podcast. Like you can totally tell. Austin Powers. You can totally tell where where they would have gotten a lot of the uh, a lot of the gags. I know, I know that a lot of people say that Austin Powers is kind of like the influence from James Bond, but I mean, like you can't overlook all the Clouseau stuff, especially no. in this film, for uh, for the inspiration that he must have had. Like, yeah, you know, all of those Bond villains, but you know, like this this must have played a huge part with uh, Mike Myers writing that film. Oh my God, especially later when we get to the castle and stuff, but. Yeah, that, that uh, helicopter rescue. And then he takes him here to this little warehouse thing, and he sort of lays out his whole plan of what he's going to do, and he brings in all his villains and stuff where they go and kidnap... Professor Fassbender. Fassbender, Professor Fassbender. They kidnap Fassbender and his daughter. So now we go to Scotland Yard, and oh my God, Fassbender has been kidnapped with his daughter, and we don't know where they are. And Clouseau has to go and interview <sighs> some of these suspects at this giant mansion. And this <laughs> this is this was hilarious. amazing, man. Like this whole this whole exchange is amazing because he's such a brilliant idiot. Yeah, and he shows up and he just tells everybody to uh, meet in the in the great room or the front room or what have you, and then Jarvis uh, <laughs> goes to give him a tour. And <laughs> let's start with the, the upstairs as they're walking yes. up the stairs. Yeah, they're walking upstairs, <laughs> and Jarvis, like to this guy's credit. Like, this guy plays it so straight, and he never, like, shows any sort of cracking or winking at all. He's just, like, the two of them are walking upstairs. He's like, I think I'd like to start with the upstairs. And he's like, that's where we're going, sir. And he's like, yes, I knew that. <laughs> like, like, and Clouseau just keeps, uh, you know, saying, yes, 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 I knew that. I knew. Like, this is a door. He's knocking on the paneling door. Yeah, and one of them's hollow. This is a door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. And Jarvis goes to go in the door in the blackened room, and Clouseau goes, I, I prefer to do this alone. And he hits that stupid pose with his hand up like a karate yeah, pose. Yeah. He does he, this weird karate pose in. like he's going to, he's kind of like has like a knife hand or like a shooto. Yeah. And he just kind of, he just kind of glides forward with that, with that open hand. 
it's uh, it's great. And then when he goes in there, he's like, hello, is there anybody in there hiding in the dark? And, <laughs> and he lights the match and he's just walking. But then Jarvis comes in and hits the light and he's on a treadmill. He's just walking on a treadmill, <laughs> holding the fucking match. <laughs> I see. Yeah. See, we found the gym. Nothing like a good warm up. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing like a good warm up. And, and he the says, funniest, which, which like, light? Which switch did you use to turn the light? Oh, yeah. He goes, the light switch, sir. And he goes, eh, funny, it didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. He turned the fucking treadmill on. Yeah, and then he turns the light on and off. Then he turns the treadmill and he just claps his hand. He's like, ah, he, like he figured it out. Like it was part of the clue. Dude, but the then fucking punching bag. The no? heavy bag. I was about to say, yeah, the heavy bag. Man, he sells this. What What did you think of the heavy bag? Because it was I one of my favorites. I thought it was fucking hysterical because he, he goes up and, ah, yes, the heavy bag. And he kind of touches it with both hands like he's putting his hands on somebody's waist. And then he backs up. And just, like, out of nowhere, throws a really hard right-hand punch, but it obviously really fucking hurts him. <laughs> and yeah. he doesn't say anything. He punches it, and you hear the thump, and he just immediately goes, like, a shudder in his body, turns around and puts yeah. his hands behind his back and walks away. <laughs> and just walks away like it didn't affect him. <laughs> like, like, he's trying to so play funny. it off. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, like, those big, big heavy bags that, you know, full of the rags? Yeah. You know, like, I've seen, I've seen people walk up and just, like, just start like no conditioning on their hands because they <laughs> yeah. never hit anything before and yeah. they don't understand that like their wrist is gonna bend because yeah, they have it's a strength cave. and it's just like they're just like oh and they're just like now i'm perfectly fine like he just tries to walk it off it's so great <laughs> and then the 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 key to this piece is the parallel bars because the fucking oh, parallel dude. bars when he walks over hey, yes the parallel bars and he jumps up on them and he starts just kind of swinging his legs back and forth and he he goes to dismount, <laughs> but he dismounts. And if you haven't seen the movie, the parallel bars are right by a set of stairs. Yeah, parallel to yeah, a flight to of stairs. stairs. So as he, he dismounts, dismounts he dismounts on the wrong side and just goes right down the, out of sight down the stairs. Oh, my God. He fucking tumbles into the room behind the couch, pops up behind the couch, and he's like, Ah, that felt good. <laughs> and then he accidentally steps on the old woman's foot. She screams. He runs back, bumps into a suit, suit of, of armor. armor, turns around, gives it a goddamn shooto chop across the neck, destroys it. Like it's it's just all slapstick, man. It's so good. And then Jarvis is right there to try and pick it up, and he's like annoyedly taking the pieces of the suit <laughs> yeah, of armor yeah, from yeah, Clouseau. Yeah. <laughs> But Clouseau gets the gauntlet, the, the metal glove, with the morning star attached to it, yeah, stuck great, on his right hand. And a ball and a gauntlet stuck in his hand. He can't get it out. And then he walks up to the beekeeper and points to him and goes, who are you? And the ball flies up and hits him in the face and knocks him smooth out. Like, you. Are you all right, Mr. Stutterstaff? Uh, who is this man? He's Mr. Stutterstaff. I see him. What is your job, Mr. Stutterstaff? He's the beekeeper. I'm not asking you. I'm asking Mr. Stuffsucker. Man, like, he just, like, this is such a, this is such a great movie. Like, it's just the the number of laughs per minute, right? Because they're just, they just keep hitting you with jokes and gags. Like, the first yeah. film. The first Pink Panther film has all these long periods with no jokes or dry periods. But this film is just like, 
here's a joke, here's a joke, here's a joke. It's like John Wick and murders, right? Yes. Murder, 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 kill, kill, kill. Uh, with this, <laughs> it's uh, it's just joke after joke. It's 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 great, man. I'm sure this is probably one of the first the first responses to audience polling. Because like you said, the first Pink Panther movie, the only comedy in those is with Clouseau. Like yes. the scenes that have Clouseau are funny, but when David Niven's in there and they're doing their cat burglar thing, it's it's not funny. It's a caper movie. Yeah. And I'm sure when people came out and the audience feedback to that would have been hilarious movie when Peter Sellers is there, a little dry, other than that. And yeah. the, the, the people behind it must have been like, well, let's just make a whole movie with Clouseau and make it a hilarious comedy, which is yeah, what this is. Just- and they just amp it. They just amp it up more and more, like throughout the films. I've seen them all, but this one I uh, just always was, you know, really my favorite. But Th- this uh, one was hilarious. Yeah. Like when the little fly flies around and he smashes the fucking Morning Star into the piano and drops it oh, and breaks it it's apart. It's a bee. It's a bee. Oh, it's a bee, right? Fucking, for the beekeeper. Yeah, and, he's, and he fucking smashes it, and then he just looks over and he's like, "Mr. Staff Sticker, yeah. I suggest you count your bees. You may find that one of them is missing." Because he just crushed like the bee and the fucking morning, the morning star destroyed the piano. You ruined that piano. What is the price of one piano compared to the terrible crime that has been committed here? But that's a priceless Steinway. Not anymore. What is your name? Mrs. Lever, Lily. Mrs. Lovelever, I would take a shrewd guess that you are the housekeeper, am I right? I have been with Professor Fassbender for 30 years. That would account for your exaggerated hysteria over a simple blemish on the furniture. Blemish? Whatever has happened to the piano can easily be wrapped out of. And then the lady jumps up and she's all mad about it, right? That was a priceless Steinway. And he goes, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> you must be the housekeeper based on your overreacting and a minor blemish on the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> when he said a minor it's... blemish, dude, I fucking died. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> you know, overreaction to a minor blemish on the furniture. She's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Just> like, blemish? <laughs> But then oh, they do shit. that one, that next joke where he's standing there with the morning star behind and his the back. chain and the ball, and he's standing there behind his back, and it's actually in the fire, and it actually starts to heat up the ball and then the chain, and then all of a sudden the glove now is like, he's like, one, uh, Professor Fassbender, and his, he goes, we know these things. One, Professor Fassbender <laughs> and his daughter were kidnapped. Uh, two, uh, someone has kidnapped uh, them. <laughs> and then he's like, and three, my hand is on fire. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's oh it's good. <laughs> yeah it's it's fucking hilarious and then he he you know because his hand was on fire he puts his hand in the vase with the flowers in it and the other two cops come in he salutes them and gonks himself on the head which knocks the gun over and shoots the other cop in the ass with the buckshot <laughs> yeah this guy from scotland yard gets an ass full of buckshot <laughs> yeah it's friggin hilarious dude so we yeah. get the trip to the club now yeah. With the, uh, this is the musical number, I believe, <clears throat> which they have to have in, I think, every Pink Panther movie. But the bad guy goes to the club here and Clouseau follows him. And there's the, the the whole parrot thing is there. There's a bunch of hip cats and hep cats in here. And we get mm. the, the song with the, the guy in drag, which is actually kind of funny. Yeah, that's actually Julie Andrews' voice. Yeah, you get, it's he's obviously lip syncing because it's a beautiful voice. Yeah, yeah so. it's Julie Andrews. 
he does um such like the two of them played off of each other so well because when he comes down and sits at the table yeah. and starts singing to Clouseau, Clouseau is he's acting like he's trying to be cool, but he's incredibly uncomfortable during yeah. his serenade. And he just he's just an exceptional actor. Like yeah. he just he's just trying to be cool, but he's looking completely uncomfortable in the in the situation. And uh it's just, it's good. It's good. And then the bird shits on him. Yeah, the bird shits on him, which is great. Kind of funny. And then the whole club breaks out into a big fight over this. And the, the, the guy gets swung around. And, like, there's a whole big thing. And it ends up in the paper with Clouseau being involved in this fight. And the guys from Scotland Yard are like, what is happening? Yeah. The guy can't still can't walk because his ass is still sore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Throughout the movie, he's... Sitting on that trucker's roid cushion type thing. Yes, that becomes so. a joke a little bit later on. And now we are at the castle. The Fastbenders, the father and daughter, are at the castle here. And Dreyfus is there like the goddamn Phantom of the Opera at the organ. It's, again, this is so way over the top that he would be the former, you know, chief inspector. That now he's, you know, dressed with a big fucking cape in a <laughs> castle playing an organ. <laughs> it's, it's so unbelievable but again herbert long like carries it like he legitimately carries this and you believe that he's kind of made this transformation in this goofy comedy uh picture but you know he welcomes them there and then he asks for the fassbenders to give him his secret formula for uh there must have been some deleted scenes because like later on they're talking about operation looking glass yeah so there must have been some scenes that actually introduced what it was um, I think so. Because they, they kind of they, they dropped this they dropped this on us like out of the blue, Operation Looking Glass. So And that concludes part three of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part four. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part four, and we will be back in your ears very soon.